Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And today I want to talk to you a little bit more about spirit signs, because it's something that we all stress over, right? We all talk about um, wanting to see signs, how do we get signs and whatever. And, you know, we all get signs from spirit. We don't always feel them around. And of course, you know, they're not always with us every minute of every day. Um, but they're always around you and they know what you're thinking. Now, don't worry, you can take a shower. You don't have to worry about them watching you and everything. They don't care, okay? But, you know, they are around you. They may not be like literally um, the energy beside you every minute of every day, but they're tuned in to you, okay? Your love and their love, that's what keeps you connected, is what keeps you together. But sometimes we need to get signs from them, don't we? We need them to validate that we're not just imagining stuff, okay? And we do get signs for them, from them, we do. Um, but most of the time, you know, we write it off as coincidence, okay? We think it's our imagine, imagination or whatever, okay? And, you know, our loved ones in spirit, they understand this because they were alive and they were human ones too, okay? Now, I have taught touched a little talking about signs in previous episodes but I do think that it's something that you can never talk too much about okay because at the end of the day who doesn't want to know that their loved one is with them and how to get a sign from them to prove it okay so we know why we want to get signs from them but why would they want to give us signs okay you know because they want to let us know that they haven't forgotten about us they want to let us know that they're still with us they want to encourage us to go on and enjoy our lives they want to show us that they still love us okay because emotion still carries over to the spirit world okay they still feel and think and you know they they have emotions as well okay they also want to answer our questions Okay, and let's face it, we ask them multiple questions every day and they want to answer us, okay? They want to let us know what they're thinking or what their opinion is about a particular subject or what's going on in your life. But most importantly, they want to let us know that there is life after death, okay? They remember what it was like to be here, to be human and to wonder about the spirit world. And now they want to let us know, okay? So look, I've discussed a lot of that in great detail already in episode 27, Why Spirit Watch Over Us, okay? And I'll put a link in the description box attached here to that episode. Um, I'll always put, also put a link to, I think it's episode 29, where I discussed how to ask for and recognize signs from spirit. Okay, so you might always find that interesting, also find that interesting. So yeah, so episode 29 is signs from spirit and episode 27 is why spirit watch over us. So what do they get from watching over us? Okay, so those links will be in the description box attached. But in this episode, I want to do concentrate on the types of signs and what signs that we might get from spirit, okay? Um, you know, just to help you to open up your energy and to be more aware of what's going on around you, okay? 
So now when we're talking about signs from spirit, the majority of signs we get from our loved ones are very specific to us and they wouldn't mean anything to anybody else. Okay, so we do. You're going to get like I know a girl in the States that gets sent, um, you know, as she calls them five dollar bills, because that's a term that they use in the States a lot. Um, but because her brother who passed was called Bill, so he sends her five dollar bills, you know, which come in handy too. Um, so there's lots of signs that are very specific to us as humans. Okay, things that meant a lot, you know, to us, you know, in our relationship with our loved ones before they passed. But at the same time, we all talk about the, you know, as suppose called the everyday or the generic signs, okay? The robins, the feathers, the butterflies, music, whatever, okay? And yes, absolutely, these are signs from spirit, okay? As I say, we could call them generic signs because our loved ones, they do give us more specific signs, but we probably don't recognize them, okay? And therefore, they need to give us what we expect to see, so that we know that they're there, okay? So, okay, so for example, and some of you may have heard me mention this before, I attended a mediumship demonstration some years ago in the University Concert Hall in Limerick, okay? During um, this reading, a young man came through. Okay, he'd unfortunately passed away after an accident and the medium was coming through with very specific information with regards to the young man and his accident but nobody was putting up their hands to take the message. So this went on anyway, and the medium was given more and more information, but she was just about to give up on finding the young man's loved ones. When, you know, there was a moment of silence and one single feather floated down from the ceiling of the auditorium, which was about, I don't know, 20 meters or so. Like it was really high. You know, one of those rooms where you can see all the pipe work and stuff, you know? Um, but this like single white feather just came floating down in the spotlight in the center of the audience. So everyone saw it and the medium just pointed to it and said, right, he's trying to get your attention now. Who's wearing feathers? And immediately a hand went up and this girl, they went to her with a microphone and she stood up and she said that she thought that the spirit might be that of her brother. And the medium immediately said, she said, that's lovely, but he doesn't want to talk to you. He wants to talk to his mom. Where is she? Okay, and the mother was sitting right beside the daughter, okay, but she was very shy. So the medium coaxed her to stand up and the whole auditorium gasped because this mother was wearing a coat which had an, had an elaborate feather collar on it. Okay, so it was all these feathers, it was like a boa, but it was attached to the coat. So the son had literally plucked a feather from his mother's coat and let it float down into the audience so that she'd know that he was looking for her. Okay, so this was a very specific sign for that mother, one that couldn't be mistaken because she was the only one wearing feathers, well, that I know of, in the auditorium anyway, that evening, okay? So my point here is that signs have to mean something to you. They, they become very specific because spirit want you to know that it's you, you know, especially in an event like that. So, you know, there was, you know, I don't know, 1500 people at this show. And, you know, he needed her to know that it was her that he was looking for, okay? So let's talk about a couple of the signs um, that we talk about a lot, okay? And I'm gonna start with music because music is a huge, huge sign for me. I love music and I almost always have something or other playing in the background 
or I'm singing something. Now, trust me, you don't want to hear me sing, but I do sing. <laughs> and I wait, sometimes I wake up in the, you know, singing some random song that I haven't heard in years. Okay, and then I know that I've been visited by someone in my dreams. And if you've been following me on my Facebook, you know, I've often put up a post there to say that I dreamt this or that, you know, um, the night before and, you know, that I felt it was a message for somebody and people always come and take those message messages and it's very relevant. Like I had one there not so long ago about a um, particular song and I think I said that it was a brother or something and anyway, it was some woman's brother always sang. I think it was Rhinestone Cowboy, you know that Rhinestone Cowboy song? And her brother always sang that song. And as it happened, that particular day was his birthday. Okay, so that was a very specific message for her. And obviously, her brother knew that she followed my Facebook page. So he came and gave me the sign. Okay, so that was very specific. Okay, I, I, I had visions of her brother, you know, dressed up singing Rhinestone Cowboy. But anyway, it was probably his karaoke song. So, um... So um, an example from my own life, okay? So when I was a teenager, okay, um, late 80s, um, I received a present for my 15th birthday, okay? It was a beautiful, you know, silver I can still see, well, I actually have it upstairs. It was a beautiful 1980s double cassette recorder with the radio. So I could make my own music mixes, okay? Some of you will remember when we had to make our own music tapes, um, recording from the radio and from our friends' tapes and stuff. So just six weeks after giving me this present, Kevin passed away after a motorcycle accident, okay? So this stereo became beloved to me, okay? And even when I left home and I was living for a backpack for a few years, my mother held on to this for me. And years later, when I finally put down my own roots and we'd built a house of our own, my mother brought me out a box of my stuff from her house. Okay, I think it was her way of telling me to um, store my own rubbish from now on. But the one thing that stuck out for me was the stereo. She had it in the box, okay? It was the summertime, so I immediately pulled out the stereo and I rolled out the extension cable and plugged it in. It was a very sunny day, I'll never forget it. So we were sitting out in the back, you know, in the sunshine. And I thought, well, I'll turn it on now, the music would be nice, you know, I'll tune in, maybe find a radio station or something. I'd have to root out a cassette, obviously. So, as I say, I rolled out the extension cable, I plugged it in and it immediately started playing music. So after all of these years, okay, it had managed to tune itself into some random radio station and Freddie Mercury's voice was singing, okay? I'm sure we have a lot of Queen fans listening. Kevin's favourite singer was Freddie Mercury. He loved Freddie Mercury. He loved Queen, okay? So to me, this was his way of letting me know that he was aware that I still had the present that he gave me just a few weeks before he died. And also let me know that he's still with me, okay? Even though I'd been to so many different places, lived in a few different places, and you know, I was back home and I had my own house, and so much had changed for me over the years, <clears throat> but he was still there, still with me, okay? And over the years, I've met so, I've heard so many examples from people that I've met, okay? And they hear a random song maybe that they haven't heard in years. And on one of my live sessions recently, a girl told us that when she was in the car on her way to her sister's funeral, a song that her and her sister had loved as teenagers had come on. 
and she hadn't heard that song in donkey's years okay so do you think that it could be that her sister was sending her a sign to let her know that she was thinking of her too because i think that is exactly what was happening okay her sister said was saying to her you know don't be sad for me do you remember when we used to bop around the bedroom to this song when we were growing up okay so she remembered too and it was important for her um you know to know that her sister was with her you know on that day okay so if you know if you're like me and you're a music lover and especially if you have a tendency to listen to music that isn't you know the cool or the in thing at the moment and therefore reg not regularly played on the radio you might just be amazed at some of the signs uh spirit can send you or um the music that they can stop you listening to okay because it is possible for them to stop you listening to music so for me i love the song wish you were here by pink floyd okay i was only like a newborn baby when this song came out okay but it's a song about lost love but to me it's always been a song about missing someone in spirit okay but it used to make me really sad to hear it so when i was young and listening to it on cassette or um a vinyl record the song used to always skip because i used to get upset and i used to have a little cry when it would come on okay but now that i'm older okay and we have electronic music now i have it on my phone but it doesn't skip anymore because i don't get as emotional it makes me melancholy for sure okay just for a few minutes but it doesn't necessarily make me sad in the way that it used to when i was a teenager so they don't mind me listening to it as much anymore but you know it was definitely a sign you know them making the music skip you know um i don't know how many times my tapes got you know unwound um if there's if there's anybody young that listens to me you won't remember the horror of having your tape unwind inside the player and then it was useless okay and that would happen um to to my tapes when i tried to listen to that song you know um because they didn't want me to be sad you know when when we remember them they want us to be happy happy for having had them and you know they want to, us to know that they're happy for having been in our lives too okay so the sign of not wanting me to listen to that song wasn't necessarily that they didn't like the song it was that they didn't want me to be sad okay so what i'm asking you here is to be aware okay now don't go popping into shops just to listen to what music they might be playing <laughs> that particular day or be constantly flicking the channels on the telly to see you you know what music is playing on you know in the background in a coffee shop in some soap opera that you're watching okay if you want spirit to send you a message using music they will find a way okay they will even if it's through the music you know on an ice cream truck or whatever okay you know you might be walking down the, the the road one day and maybe a car will pass you and the window will be a little bit open but you might hear maybe a song on the radio or a song they're playing you know through their their stereo in the car and it might be the song or a song that's giving you the sign that you've been waiting for okay so another one that we talk about often is feathers okay um as i say it's often talked about people talk about getting signs from their loved ones or from their angels now when we're talking about angels i have to say that there's a common misconception that angels have wings they don't okay they don't need them 
And neither do our loved ones get wings when they cross over, okay? Wouldn't it be lovely if all we had to do when we arrived back to spirit would be to sit on a cloud with our beautiful feathery wings playing harps all day, okay? Well, you know, I hope you enjoyed that example because forget it. This is not what's going to happen to you, okay? Sorry about that, but that's not what happens. But, you know, all the great pictures that we have from all the great artists from the Middle Ages and possibly even earlier, they all depicted angels of having wings and halos. And therefore, this is the perpetual image that we all have of them. But the halo itself was just an artistic way of showing the aura. Okay, in the same way that when we see paints or people that are perceived to be good or saintly are depicted with a halo, because this is a way of showing their beautiful energy around them. But that is just our aura. So the halo was just their way of, you know, showing us that these people have a beautiful energy. Okay, and it's kind of the same with wings. They were used to show the omnipresence and the agility of the angels. But we now know that angels don't need physical wings in order to do this. They can be everywhere, you know, by thought, you know, they don't need wings to fly around. Okay, but it's because of this everlasting image we have that we perceive feathers as a sign from angels or from loved ones. And because of this, of course, that's what they're going to send us because it's what we expect and it's something we will recognize. You know, it's an instant recognition for us, isn't it? And, you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing. OK, and it's even better um, when we get a feather because it's specific to us. Like the lady I was talking about that was in the audience with the feathers and the, the color of her coat. OK, that was really specific to her. It wasn't just a random feather. Okay. And, you know, I can only think of one example when I was sent a feather from spirit. Okay. It was last year, 2021, when my husband's grandmother died. Okay. I was very close to her because I've been with my husband since I was 18 years old. And, you know, I, my grandmother's, I didn't have any grandmothers. My dad's mother died when he was seven and my mother's mother died when I was seven. Okay. So I got very close to this lady. I was very fond of her, but she was 91 and she'd been ill for about three months or so. So we were expecting her to leave. So we were all there with her and she did, unfortunately, obviously cross over to the spirit world. But within a few minutes of her having passed, I was heading out to the front door to the hallway to meet the priest who was coming, you know, to anoint her. Um, and typical Irish people that we are, we never use the front door. OK, that's only for guests. We use the back door all the time. OK, but anyway, I opened the door from the living room to the hallway to go out to the front door. And there in the centre of the hallway was a single white, clean and fluffy feather sitting right in the centre of the floor. Almost shining, you know, that it just took my attention as soon as I opened the door. And immediately I knew that this was left so that we would know that she was okay and that she was with her family again. Okay, so receiving a feather is so recognizable to us all that it's something we have a tendency to look for. But, and I'm always saying a very logical, we do need to be logical. So we need to acknowledge that birds do lose feathers all of the time. So every single feather we come across will not be a sign from our loved ones in spirit. So be aware of the ones you find in the most unusual places on your pillow, in your car, in your hair, or whatever it might be. And even more importantly, if you've asked your loved one for a sign or an answer to something, 
then this is what you're looking for. However, if you come back for a walk in the woods and you have a feather stuck to the bottom of your wet shoe, then it's less likely to be a sign from spirit. Uh, or as happened to me here a few weeks ago, my husband um, arrived home from work and a bird had gone through the front grate of his Jeep. Uh, so he came home with the whole front of the Jeep covered in feathers. OK, I don't think that was a sign from spirit. I really don't. OK, um, but the one that was in the hallway, you know, when we never use the hallway um, was for sure a sign from spirit that everything was OK. OK, now I talked already um, a little bit about butterflies, but they really are a sign that so many of us get. And for me, this is a much more common sign than feathers. OK, butterflies are always around. OK, well, maybe more in the summertime, I guess, but they're around. And even my husband, he wouldn't have been the biggest believer in spirit, you know, when we were younger. But his dad passed away five years ago and he was close to his dad. OK, even though his dad lived in London, they'd always be on the phone to each other, especially when they were watching, you know, the motorbike racing or the Formula One racing or something. It was like they were sitting side by side on the couch, but they were just on the phone to each other. So after he passed, my husband often wondered if he would get a sign from him. OK, I mean, it's, it's like anybody else. He didn't think much about signs from spirit until he lost someone close to him. So when his dad's birthday came around the, the year after his passing, OK, his birthday was just before the date of his anniversary. So that afternoon, a butterfly appeared in our house. OK, I pointed it out to my husband, but he, of course, was very sceptical. So for the whole afternoon, this butterfly followed him in and out of the house and around the yard. So then he started to wonder. And I said to him, and honestly, I said it to him kind of jokingly, put out your hand and ask the butterfly to come to you. OK, so he did. He put out his hand and he called to the butterfly and the butterfly flew over and landed on his hand and stayed with him there for another hour or so. It was amazing. It was actually amazing to see. Now, my father-in-law was not necessarily a butterfly type of guy, let me tell you, okay? But from listening to me and people that we meet at shows and fairs around the country, my husband had expected to either see a butterfly or a robin. But once he accepted that his father could now give him signs from spirit, he started to see more signs. He started to feel his dad around him more. OK, and he got specific signs like, you know, the smell of motorbike engine oil and stuff, you know, stuff that's really specific because they were always working on motorbikes, you know. So, um, you know, whether it was his aftershave or whatever, you know, he's often even heard um, my father-in-law used to have this jacket and we used to call him the zip man because this was like almost like a fishing jacket, you know. It had all these zips and all these little pockets and pouches around. And um, even my sons used to make fun of their granddad, calling him the zip man, because you could hear the, the zips, you know, jangling as he walked. And um, obviously he didn't have this jacket forever, but he had it in the last year or two before he passed. And, um, you know, he just passed his 65th birthday, so he wasn't an old man. And um, so, you know, we've often heard the zips jangling in the house as he's been walking around the house. So, you know, you can hear different things and things that are very specific to your memory of that person. OK, and, you know, I've also mentioned robins. OK, um, or if you live in the States, you might see cardinals more often than you see robins. 
But these are also a great sign to get from spirit, okay? They're the type of bird that just seems to pop out of, of nowhere, okay? But from time to time, people do notice them coming closer, almost like they're seeking them out, okay? People have taught me of robins coming in windows or coming in doors or even pecking, you know, at the window to get attention, like tapping on the window with their beak, okay? And look, there is a beautiful video on YouTube, okay? It was posted by a lady who lost her four-year-old son. And she asked him for a sign to let her know that he was okay. So as she was visiting his grave, a robin came out of the hedge, okay? And you can see on the video, it comes out of the hedge and it's kind of sitting on a flower pot. And then she put out her hand and she asked the robin to come to her. And straight away, he flew over and he sat on her hand. And you can actually hear this lady crying while she's filming the robin. Okay, now I'll put a link to that video in the description box here as well. Okay, so you can watch that. I think it's only a few seconds. It's barely even a minute or a minute and a half long, that video. It's not very long at all. Um, but it's worth seeing to see how the robin just comes and, you know, literally sits on her finger and just kind of looks at her, you know. Um, so, you, you know, definitely the sign that she was looking for from her son. Okay. So what's my point in rabbiting on and on about talking about some of the signs that we can get from spirit? Okay, so it's not just to hear the sound of my own voice, okay, because I hate the sound of my own voice. But what I'm trying to show you is that spirit will always try to come through to you in a way that you will recognize them, okay, or more importantly, in a way that you would expect them to come through. And, you know, a lot of us don't think much about signs or things that signify our relationships, until we lose them, okay? Therefore, we don't necessarily think of what they might show um, or how they might show themselves, okay? Or how they might make themselves known to us after they've passed. So we listen to other people's stories and we research the topic online. And we see lots of stories about feathers and robins and butterflies and stuff. And then we, we're on the lookout for those signs, okay? So if that's the way that you'd imagine you know, your loved one to come through. And, you know, I spoke about this before when I've talk, uh, talked about people, you know, maybe who lose children. And um, I read for a lady once and she'd lost her son. He was stillborn, unfortunately. And, but the time that she came to me, he'd been past 34 years. But when he came through, he came through as a baby because that's who she expected. She didn't expect a, a grown man to come through a 34 year old. And, you know, she expected a baby to come through. So that's how he had to show himself in order for her to recognize him. And it's the same with signs. You know, we don't always see the subtle little ones. So sometimes, you know, the signs have to be right in our face. Um, and we expect those to be robins and butterflies and whatever. OK, so when you're getting these signs, the robins, the butterflies, whatever, do remember, you know, or any sign, I suppose, remember to thank your loved ones, okay? Thank them for taking the time and the effort to have sent this sign to you. And by all means, acknowledge the signs that they've given you, okay? Everybody likes to be thanked, you know, for the effort that they've put into something. And by acknowledging the signs you're getting and by reacting to what your loved ones have given you, you're opening up your energy and you're building your relationship with them as spirit beings because we had a relationship with them as human beings and now their relationship is still there but it's changed they are now spirit beings so we have to build up that relationship with them 
okay? And as I've said time and time before, while you're waiting for a sign from them, have you ever considered that they might be waiting for a sign from you, for you to let them know that you're ready to communicate with them, okay? Because, you know, spirit do, you know, they're around, they know what's going on for you, but they always read your energy, okay? Um, and if they think you're still grieving and that receiving a sign from them would in any way, you know, um, interfere with that grieving or stop you from coming to terms at your loss, then they will wait a while before they start making themselves known to you. So if you feel that you're ready and you need it, you need a sign, ask them for it, okay? And I've discussed about asking for signs in episode 29, um, if you want to know more about that, okay? So I want to give you a couple of examples from my own life to show how meaningful these signs can be, okay? And I have used um, an example here of a butterfly because it's one that we talk about often, okay? And butterflies, as I said before, they're a huge sign for me and therefore one that I had agreed on with my spirit guides very early on in my spirit journey, okay? I was only a young teen, I think, when um, or even a preteen when I agreed on this sign with my spirit guides, okay? So a few years ago on Christmas Day, when my kids were small, or younger, I should say, <laughs> um, it was Christmas Day and, you know, we always go to the graveyard on Christmas morning after Mass. But on this particular day, we were coming out of Mass and my sister called me on the phone to say that she was waiting for us at our house with presents for the boys. And of course, she was rushing to get back into her own house to do their dinner and whatever. So we said we'd go straight home and meet her. And we said, you know, we'll come back to the graveyard later. OK, because I had a holly wreath in the boot, boot of the car, you know, for the grave for Christmas. So between the jigs and the reels anyway that day, we had a lot of family and friends calling in with presents for the boys. So we didn't get back to town to visit the grave. And I was really upset by that. I was feeling really guilty, you know. So while I was making the dinner, I was crying. I was crying because I felt guilty. And I asked them, I said to my loved ones in spirit, I asked them if they could give me a sign to let me know that they weren't mad at me for missing out on my visit, you know, to see them that day. So as we sat down to eat dinner, okay, obviously being the mother, I was the last one to take my seat. So as, just as I was literally putting my backside on my seat, a butterfly appeared from nowhere and it landed right beside my place setting at the table, okay? Now that butterfly stayed in that exact spot without moving throughout the starter, the main course, the dessert and the tea, okay? And apart from an odd flutter of his wings, he did not move. He didn't fly up, he didn't fly away, he didn't move position, he just stayed there the whole way through the meal. So when we were finished, you know, the meal, the chatter, the tea, the whole lot, and we were getting ready to move into the living room to relax by the fire, I asked the butterfly, I said, would you like to join us, you know, in the living room? And with that, the butterfly flew up and he flew around my head three times and then he disappeared. He was gone. Now, this was Christmas Day. I had no windows open. It obviously wasn't the middle of summer. I'm not in Australia, you know. So that butterfly appeared from nowhere and left to nowhere, okay? He was gone. Never found him again, okay? But I believe that this was their way of letting me know that I don't need to visit the grave. They're always with me. Okay, and I really needed that sign that day and it made me feel so much better 
and more secure, of course, in the knowledge that they're listening to me, that they do hear me when I talk to them. Okay. Now, another sign that I got. Okay. Now, this one was so important. Okay. I mean, they're all so important. They're all so special. But you'll see in a minute why this one was so needed at this time that I got it. Um, it was when my oldest son was very young. It was before we had our second son. Okay, so um, I've talked in the past about my husband and I have lost six babies through miscarriage. Okay, well, on one occasion after I'd returned from the hospital and I'd been dealing with um, an infection, I was feeling pretty low. I really was. And I was cooking, one of the days I was cooking spaghetti bolognese, okay? I was tired, I was miserable, and I'd spent most of the day crying, okay? I just felt like I was at the end of my tether. So I was started giving out to spirit. I was giving out, I was shouting, I was ranting, everything. I was angry at them, okay? In my eyes, here I was listening to them and giving them so much of my time and energy. And now I felt that when I needed them, that they weren't there for me. Okay, I didn't feel them around. I hadn't had any signs. Well, having said that, I probably did have signs, but I was probably feeling so miserable that I didn't recognize the signs that they were sending me. Okay, so anyway, on this particular day in the kitchen, I let them have it. Okay, I told them I wasn't communicating for them or with them anymore. I told them that they'd let me down. Okay. So while I was ranting, you know, I was cooking, I was stirring the bolognese sauce and I put the wooden spoon, you know, across the top of the pot um, as we have a tendency to do. But I continued ranting and all of a sudden, bang, there was a loud kind of clatter and then bang. OK, and the wooden spoon was thrown from where I'd left it on the top of the pot to the other side of the room where it banged against the wall and fell to the floor. OK. And I might add that it left spatters of bolognese up the wall, across the ceiling and down the wall where it landed. <laughs> OK, um, of course, I started another rant about that one, but um, I was satisfied by the sign I got, even though I had to clean up after it. OK, this was an in your face sign. OK, this was their way of saying to me, we are listening we do see you. We know what you're going through. We've been sending you signs. You just haven't been seeing it. Don't shout at us. Okay. So it was a sign that I wasn't on my own, that they hadn't forgotten about me, that they weren't leaving me to deal with stuff on my own. Okay. They were there. They were listening. Okay. I was just so down in myself at that time that I wasn't seeing the subtle signs that they had been sending to me. Okay. Now, I could go on all day here talking about signs and how they helped to uplift me at different times in my life, but I would actually love to hear about your signs, okay? Have you ever had a sign from Spirit? How did it come through, okay? So comment either here on my podcast or on my social media and let me know if you have received upliving, uplifting or unusual signs from your loved ones in Spirit. And, you know, hearing stories from others can make people more aware of what's going on around them and help them to open up their energy, okay? So before I say goodbye, okay, let me remind you that, you know, you can have more access to me for a very small monthly donation. You can subscribe to my Patreon channel and you can watch all of the episodes in video format and you can also join us, well, join me and the, the rest of the subscribers every um, on the last Sunday of every month 
we do a get together, we have some chat, we have questions and answers and we do some readings. Okay, so just a get together set, um, session with like-minded people and, you know, we do some card pulls and, you know, hopefully if spirit come through, we bring through some messages as well. So guys, it's, you know, it's dirt money that um, is the donation that I ask for that. And as I say, we do it every single month. Okay, and you also have access to the members only Discord channel. Okay, so details are either in the description box attached here or on my website. And um, I would appreciate if you would join up. It would help me to keep the podcast going. But for now, I hope you enjoyed our chat about spirit signs. And until uh, the next episode of uh, Life After Life, uh, I'll either see you or you'll hear me. But until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.